On today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling, Joe is back from his cruise. Chad is here. He's uh yep, he's here. And we watched two two out of two out of three of us watched WrestleMania 17 this week. <laughs> Joe gets Joe gets a Joe gets a hall pass on this week because he was on a cruise for the entire basically the entire week. So Joe's here to basically provide color commentary to Chad and I. And Joe's watched some Mania 17 matches before. I mean, who hasn't? Pretty much everyone has. So then we got the weekly recap. Uh I don't really know what to oh uh Raw and SmackDown are building a crown jewel NXT at Halloween Havoc Night One. Uh collision uh that happened on a day of the weekend and Dynamite. I'm I'm watching it right now. But Chad finished Dynamite. Uh so he'll at least have seen it. I just didn't have time. I went on a work trip this week. It was kind of fun. My first work trip. Um nice. as always. You can follow us on social media at DDT Wrestle Pod. You guys ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Let's go. Welcome into episode 125 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I'm Dylan. I'm joined by Joe and Chad. And I just realized I forgot to talk about what we were going to talk about in the news. Uh, so we're going to start with the news, obviously. Uh, who wants to go first? Joe talking about his cruise or Chad talking about his impact show that he watched last weekend? <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I'll let Joe take it away. I went on a cruise. It only made one stop. Oh, uh, yeah, it was it was a short cruise, dude. Um, it only made one stop. Uh, so I ate a lot and I drank a lot. Um, <laughs> and I will say I was drinking this drink. Right. And I, I drank like 10 of them. Uh, What's it called? I don't fucking remember. Kiss a, ki- a kiss on the lips. So I went up to all the all the bartenders and I was like, "Can I have a kiss on the lips?" Um, and then they and? kissed me and gave me a drink. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Nice, uh, dude. Uh, and then you should order blowjob shots then next time. <laughs> uh, and then I uh looked at it again after like really enjoying this drink for two days straight. Um, and I was like, "Hey." This only has peach schnapps in it. So, uh, like, I was like, why aren't I getting drunk? This is so weird. It must be the island time, you know? No, it's because there was, like, no fucking alcohol in it. Was it all, was like, it all inclusive? Well, or, you like, had to buy, you buy a drink package when you... Okay. You had to buy a drink package. Um, 
And the way that the drink packages work out is as long as you have like five drinks a day, it's it's worth it. And that yeah. was fucking easy day. And then the food is all inclusive. So and like the food is like the pizza place was open till four in the morning. Um, they had this burrito place that wasn't great, but it was still a burrito place and their breakfast burritos were better. They had buffets. It was good, man. Love me a good buffet in case you couldn't tell. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, where? So where did it leave out of? Uh, Cape Canaveral, which is basically Orlando. Okay. And then it's, where did you, where was the one stop? It was it was Bimini Bahamas. Did you guys go to Senior Frogs? That's in Cozumel that you're that, thinking of. There's Senior Frogs everywhere in the Caribbean, not just Cozumel. <laughs> uh, there was I've not been to the Senior Frogs in the Bahamas. Well, there wasn't a Senior Frogs on this island. Okay. So no, but I have been to a Senior Frogs before in Cozumel, Mexico. Okay. All right. Well, hey, I'm glad you had a good time, Joe. Glad you're back. Can't wait to hear your insightfulness on the show from watching NXT. just NXT <laughs> this week. But that's that's part of what makes it fun a lot of times. Let's move to Chad. Chad, you had something very important happen this week. Very impactful. Very important. Very impactful. It was, I almost called it uh, the other thing, Bound for Glory. Impact, Bound for Glory. Some big news coming out of that show that I at least know of. I do know that this, the Mike Bailey and Osprey match is must watch. Will I ever watch it? Who knows? But you must. Chad, take it away. Yeah, he kind of stole my thunder a little bit. But uh, first things first, Osprey versus Speedball Mike Bailey was a. Um, it was amazing. I highly recommend it. Um, is Speedball like cocaine? Is that is that what a Speedball is? Um, speedball is a Mike Bailey. No, that's an eight ball. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Joe. Sorry. Um, uh, I guess my only other three like small comments on the show. Uh, we had new tag champs. The uh, Ace and Bay Club re-won the tag champs. You and have new the... tag champs. You can't say we because Dylan and I have never watched. <laughs> um, yeah. The call your shot battle royale that they do, which is like a Royal Rumble, but the winner gets a money in the bank kind of gig, was won by Jordan Grace for the first ever knockout to win it. Um, really? Yep. She do you think she's going to go after? Ray. Wait, she what? She threw out Bully Ray to win it. So do you think she's going to go after the world title? Uh, no, she already said that she's going to cash in at Hard to Kill. In January versus Trinity, if Trinity is still the title holder, she wants to. Oh, okay. Are you talking about pay per view? You're talking about Impact Hard to Kill? Uh, no. Uh, oh. Most important news of the night. Uh, <laughs> big promo after the show. You thought it was off air was a uh, was a big video where they uh, announced that they are rebranding to TNA again. So uh, the official start date of TNA is Hard to Kill. So in January, it will be TNA's Hard to Kill pay-per-view, and Impact will be no more. Is that exciting? Yeah, that's exciting. I thought yeah, it was I'm still... I thought it was still both. I mean, back in the day, the company was TNA, and the weekly show was Impact. Why'd okay. they change? It was TNA Impact 
was the title of the show and the pay-per-views were TNA pay-per-views. It's like if WWE stopped being WWE and became SmackDown, basically. I don't know why they changed. I wasn't watching at the time, but at some point they changed from TNA wrestling to Impact Wrestling. And now it's back to being TNA wrestling. I don't know what the name of the show is going to be. If it's going to be TNA Impact or so is the is the action does that mean the action goes back to being total and nonstop? Oh, it will be nonstop, totally. Nice. Well, that's exciting for they those did, of, for those people that watch that show. I guess they did say that they don't think they're going to bring the six sided ring back. I mean, which I was I don't like the six sided ring. Is there anything else that TNA had that Impact did not have that they could bring back uh, other than the six sided ring? Um, they used to have the the entrance ramps that uh, AEW started with, like the two holes on either side of the the video Titantron. Mm-hmm. That was like started by TNA. Okay, they could go back to doing that, which I actually really like when they have the two like yeah. rampways on either side, the face and the heel uh ramp or entrance. Yeah, I really like those. So hopefully they bring those back. I really think it's just a rebranding more than it's like a change in the the product, you know? Okay. Maybe just to get more eyes on it. Yeah, that's that'd be what my what what I would assume. With how wrestling is worldwide right now, uh, it's not a bad idea. I wonder if Sting will wrestle at that show. No. You don't think so? No. No. He won't be retired by then. True. But I don't think so. I think Revolution's probably it's usually early March now. So that that show happens before Revolution. Could happen. Could very well happen, Chad. Uh okay. So that's that. Um the only other pieces of news uh really that I had from the week is two premium live event pieces of news from this past week. So we've got the one that was announced by WWE, which is Bash in Berlin, which was announced for August 31st of next year. So that's happening, I, I would assume, after SummerSlam. And then continuing on with that, there's also apparently going to be a PLE in, uh, in Paris next year. That's being heavily considered. I also... Dude, I want you to bet those are going to be crazy crowds. Uh... I mean, nothing. I, I would, I would be, I would be on your side that they're going to be crazy. So I wouldn't yeah. bet anything. They'll I would be like, I would, wee wee. <laughs> I if someone were to, if if someone on this show wants to say no, the crowds aren't going to be crazy. Yeah, I'll take that bet, and I'll take it. I'll I'll put a, a lot of money on it. I'll just say that. How about much that? Money? Does that work for you, Chad? Hundred percent. All I was saying is I think they're gonna be crazy crowds, but you know you can go that route. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like. Yeah. I agree. Um. So yeah, that's really it for the news. Is it time to get into the, the quote greatest... un- the quote unquote best WrestleMania of all time? Hot Some... take. I, I watched it. I don't know if I agree. As I was watching it, I <laughs> I did think I was like, man, this doesn't feel like it's as good as people used to talk about it. Like in the, it, it didn't feel like in the light that it used to be talked about, but there's just so many iconic things that happened during the show. Mm. Um, For one, starting with the, I really liked the, the opening segment 
Oh, wait, Chad, signs. Got to do signs. Do you have signs? Oh, I didn't write down very many, but uh cuz I was kind of I was really paying attention to the show. Um but I got a couple pretty good ones, I think. Okay. Um my favorite one was a sign uh right and right across the screen from the camera was a lot of people who felt like telling me what their name was. Um there was like 50 signs of like my name's Melissa. My name's Kyle Lamar. Good for you, man. <laughs> um but I saw one that said WWE needs RVD. Oh yeah. I think I they're gonna be pretty happy that. with that. Um I mean, yeah. They I mean, he probably made them a lot of money, especially in like 2006 and then he stopped making them a lot of money when he um spoiler alert won the wwe championship and then immediately lost it because he was smoking weed it was but, like three months later who yeah. was that oh, rvd oh yeah, yeah yeah it's not that i wasn't listening i was just having another conversation what with who there's nobody else here Bree was behind me dude oh i didn't even see her that's why I was turned around. I wasn't. I was watching Dynamite. Mm. What about you, Dylan? What are some of your good signs? Uh, let's see. I, there's there's a couple good ones, um, but I wanted to start with one that wasn't funny, but one that really puzzled me. There was a sign. So be mindful that this was in this was on April first, two thousand one, and there was a sign with the Houston Texans logo on it like on the entrance ramp and the Houston Texans were not a franchise until 2002. But I looked this up cause I saw the same thing and they had it announced at that time with the logo and the team was going to look like. Damn it. Okay. I looked it up. I saw the same logo and was like, wait a minute. They drafted in 2002. What? All right. Well, since you just spoiled that, I will go with a funny sign and it said, uh, my colon hurts. Oh, you stole one of my three. I'm sorry. <laughs> you shouldn't have let me go. I Does did take colon two. Hurt, Chad. What? Does your colon hurt? Not my colon, but Do you, does is there a part of your body that hurts? My nuts <laughs> hurt. Um, your, your nuts. What? Did your kid ball tap you or something? Yeah, it must no. have. Uh, um, one of my favorite signs said, "Uh, I like chicken." <laughs> I did not see that. One. If you don't have many more, just go ahead and rattle them off. That's all I really had. All the other ones are pretty mediocre. Okay. Um, I had another one that was uh, sort of a suicidal sign, but it said, take me, Lord, I'm ready. And that was that one was kind of uh, weird to me. Do you think that was suicidal or they're just saying I could die happy because I went to WrestleMania? It could be that. Let's maybe think of it in that light. Thank you, Joe. Uh, and then I or had another Tim, or sign. Tim White's rubbed off on him. <laughs> um, I had another one that said "Suck me beautiful." That was kind of weird. Uh, and then another one that reminded me, and I think this is from Night at the Roxbury, but there was a sign. I think it was during the Taker Triple H match that I saw this. It was a sign that was just, and I, I read it like like the movie, but it was like, "Did you grab my ass?" Is, <laughs> um. And then I don't know. Is that from A Night at the Roxbury? I don't remember. I haven't seen that movie in years. Yeah, it's Chad? probably 15 years since I've seen that. Shit. All right. I'm fairly certain that it's like when they're talking to one of the club owners and the club owner is always like, 
did you touch my ass? And there's one, there's one part where he's like talking to a security guard and he's like, did you touch my ass? And he's like standing six feet away from him. And the guy's like, sir, I'm all the way over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, the less funny ones, uh, vicious and delicious, uh, fo- and faux shizzle my nizzle. Can't say that. I can't. I don't know. Doesn't sound like something you can do. That might be true. Shit. I might have to do the research and see if I need to cut that. <laughs> Fuck. But all it's, right. It sounds like what it sounds like to me is uh like you're trying you're you're making like uh I don't know. I don't know what the the right word is, but you're like trying think, not to say th- another word while still while trying to get the other word across. And not uh, you necessarily, yep. but when people started saying that. Yep. The only person I've really ever heard say that is Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Well, I'll just refrain from ever saying that again. If I offended anyone, I'm sorry. I didn't <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, we will just move the fuck on from that. Um, iconic opening video package. Uh, I always like watching this one um, because it's got the My Way music in it. Uh, oh, yeah. Limp Biscuit for the win. Yeah. Limp Biscuit was all over this show. And then also, I totally forgot that Paul Heyman was on commentary for this show. Yeah, that didn't. I don't like that. What is Jerry Lawler doing? Is he done right now at the moment? I don't know, but Paul Heyman was not great. But I do have a quote from him through the night I need you to talk about later. Like, I'm curious if Paul Heyman was there because maybe Jerry Lawler left the company because the company didn't let his wife get naked at the last pay-per-view. I don't think that's it. (laughs) You don't think so? No. For some reason, that's just not sounding right. Well, I'm not going to look it up. So, nope. Maybe someone who does know the answer can tweet at us, but I highly doubt anyone who listens to the show really knows the answer to that question. Uh, let's get into the, the first. Ma- no, I don't. Do uh, you? Know, do you know? No, I th- I feel like I might have read it before. I feel like he's just like not with the company right now, and that's why. Well, no, I, I, there was something about his, like, his wife. Lawler left in 2001 to support a diva, his wife at the time, that was known in the ring as the cat. So, so when you said that, like, uh, it rung a bell, because I've, I've definitely read something about him leaving in 2001 before. Yeah, I just don't remember the exact reason. I, got, I mean, it, it makes sense that it has to do with her, but I mean, I was joking about the whole getting naked thing. Because that was from the last retro that we watched where she didn't get naked, um, unfortunately. But anyways, uh, let's get into the first match. Intercontinental Championship on the line. Starting out. out. Starting out with a bet. What, what is it? Uh, after No Way Out, the cat was released by WWF and Lawler quit the company in protest over his wife's dismissal. We've definitely talked about that on this show before. Yeah, because now that makes a lot of sense. The article I just read said then they got divorced that following July, as and then he goes back to the company. Okay, there we, we go. A whole year with Paul Heyman on commentary, I'm gonna cry. Not good. No, he comes. Jerry Lawler's back by, I don't know, uh, July of next year. Invasion. Is like <laughs> well, oh, is it O two? I thought he was back by July of O one. No, they got divorced in July of O one, and then I think it was like September. Is when he came back to the company. Okay. So September like of 01. Okay. Months of pay-per-views. 
Okay. Yay. And it's all, well, hey, Chad, it's also, like you said, the, the best stretch of WWE pay per views ever from I mean, our it until like in summer the world. Summer. Maybe part of that has to do with Paul Heyman. Uh, I don't think Decent so. chance it doesn't, but. Right. Um, we also First forgot match. to mention last week with the general managers, uh, the combination of Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman because oh, Teddy yeah. Long was there doing it for so long. Uh, but yeah, anyways. Oh, I guess in Bischoff and Stephanie. But anyways, Chris Jericho and William Regal was the first match. Uh, starting off with a banger. Intercontinental Championship on the line. Um, I would like to retract my statement of I thought that this WrestleMania had Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit versus Chris Jericho uh, because I was like, when the fuck did that happen? And it literally happened at the previous WrestleMania. We've already watched it. I'm just a fucking idiot. Yeah, you got me all excited when Chris Jericho started the show. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a banger. And then William <laughs> Regal comes out and I'm like, oh, no, this is not going to be a banger. How do you think I felt? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lie to me. I mean, I wasn't happy about it either. I did like the build up the 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 video package with uh, Chris Jericho pissing in his tea. That was pretty funny. Um, tea. OK, I thought you said teeth before. No, his tea, his tea, like his tea that he drinks with his crumpets. Tea that sort and crumpets. Of thing. Tea and crumpets. Uh, yeah, I don't really know what else to say about this. It, the match just ends abruptly after a lion salt. Um, yeah, it was short. Yeah, got a beer and a half. Um, and then the next thing I wrote down before the next match was uh, they did show a video package uh, that showed that Shane McMahon announced that he bought WCW there there that whole angle has happened oh yeah already yeah, he rolled in in WCW1 which was just a limousine with a WCW license plate yeah also there were some uh, no name WCW wrestlers in the in the crowd yeah i couldn't pick out hey. a single one of them yeah i had that's no, I, no that's wrestler. not true i picked a single one of them out i, I saw lance storm in there I was like, oh wait lance no storm. i saw stacy keebler can't, uh, can't yeah, i can't I miss her I saw Lance Storm and was like, oh, Lance Storm's there. Good. I have no <laughs> idea who the rest of you are. Shane McMahon is Chad's favorite wrestler, right? Um, no, I thought it was Wardlow or was it Matt Riddle? No, Well, well, that's because Shane McMahon's hurt right now. And Matt Riddle doesn't have a job. Dude, how good would a, a triple threat between Wardlow, Matt Riddle, and Shane McMahon be? Chad, who Chad, would win that match? I would not watch it. What if it was protest. on a premium live event and you had to watch it? There's no having to watch anything. You guys could tell me what the beer rating is. I don't have to watch anything. You wouldn't like what if it was the main event of a PLE and the person if that's you the picked, main event of a PLE it, <laughs> then I'm not watching that PLE. And and it came down and we all three of us picked someone different to win the match and we were Ooh. all tied. You wouldn't watch that? No, I'd let you know. I'd let you tell me afterwards that I won the belt. Oh, so you think you'd pick it right? Yeah, I mean, I know I'd pick it right. Who would you, if that match happened right now, who'd you, who would you pick to win? Wardlow. And McMahon. I guess I would have to pick Matt Riddle then. Damn. He would definitely not win. But that makes sense because I suck at predictions. <laughs> I am the champ right now, though. Uh, I forgot if I said 1.5 beers for the first match. Uh, I have a belt sitting right next to me. It's, it's a belt. Um, it's, it's, uh, Yep. Next match, right to censor versus Taz and APA. 
six-man tag team match. Um, this sucked. Oh, yeah, it totally sucked. I'm also at the point where I'm skipping uh, right to censor entrances. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I just can't. Did you miss the right to censor pyro this time? Did I? That's a joke. I was just kidding. That didn't happen. There's no way that they would have pyro. That's not that's uh not censored enough or something. I don't, I don't know. Too dangerous. Yeah. They're the reason that the cat didn't get naked. Yeah, this match was also incredibly short. We were at like 23 minutes into the pay-per-view and we had two matches done by the time this was over. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, JBL hit a simple clothesline to win the match. Um, it's a clothesline from hell. Yeah, I just, I forget what the thing was where we had talked about it not too long ago. Um, Joe's going to shit himself is what he said. <laughs> So we'll let him go do that. Joe's gone right now. Um, just figured I'd let everybody know what he's doing. Going to do what Joe does. Um, there was something where you were like, that moves. Oh, we were talking about the double close. You were talking about how dumb the double clothesline was. And it's not a finisher. And I said, JBL literally I'm being sarcastic right now. JBL literally uses a, used a clothesline to win a WrestleMania match, Chad. Yes, I was being sarcastic. I understand that. I feel like you don't. I feel like you don't get it. I don't think you understand how dominant the clothesline from hell is. Uh, couldn't beat John Cena at WrestleMania 21. Oh, you're so right. I can't wait for that pay-per-view. Really? I thought I think 20 is better. And in 21 has the first ladder, uh, first. Uh, oh, it does have the best money, money in, in the, the bank, bank ladder match. That's true. The first money in the bank ladder match and the best. Batista versus Triple H, Jack or Cena actually was JBL. the was the one at the corporate headquarters the best? No, 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 Mister, no. That's the worst <laughs> one. All right, that got a beer and a half as well. Um, third on the card was the Hardcore Triple Tret match for the Hardcore Championship. I'm upset that Joe's not here because it was his dog versus Kane versus Big Show. Um. What is there to say about this? I've watched this match multiple times before. I felt bad for the crowd at a WrestleMania who watched a backstage brawl. Basically, it, it was mostly a backstage brawl. Yes. Uh, they also there... had no uh, give a fuck for that stadium and any of the catering that happened for the superstars backstage. Uh, they were breaking walls like it's a Chris Jericho theme music. They Ooh, were a smashing, uh, smashing glass pumpkin? panes. They were knocking over all the catering. Uh, Raven got pretty badly bloodied when he got thrown through a window. Yeah. Uh, looked pretty gnarly. Funniest part of the match? Because I've got I've got my number one. Uh, definitely the shot of the, the golf cart stuff <laughs> for me. He like drove like 10 feet so, in a golf cart and then ran it off the side of a walkway into a I ditch. Never- I never know which one's funnier. Is it Raven getting in a golf cart and Big Show getting on the back of it and then Raven immediately crashing it? Or is it Kane seeing them 20 feet away and deciding instead of walking over to them to drive his own golf cart over there and hit Raven with, with it with with the referee on the back seat? <laughs> it's that, so funny. Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous part of that match. It it is, but like I 
because it's funny and chaotic i i enjoy this match i no, it's, I did. it's so bad it's good this was incredibly enjoyable uh what do we say this got um it got three and a half beers the craziest thing uh the ending i don't know if you know this so raven walked in joe's dog walked in as the hardcore champ yep didn't even get pinned and lost lost the title in a triple Kane, threat because Kane pinned big pin big show yeah it's the triple threat it's the rules of a triple threat michael i don't know it seems kind of unfair it also doesn't seem to make a lot of sense because it like last pay-per-view someone came into the match <laughs> pinned the hardcore champion <laughs> the became match part going. of the match and then got pinned again and then was out of the match <laughs> and it went from being a singles match to a triple threat match with 17 pieces of interference to to a back to a singles match it none of it made any sense uh, how they do this title doesn't make any sense you know what made a lot more sense was the 24/7 championship no that thing sucks. what no it was great i'm just glad that we don't have to watch any of it because i don't remember a single pay-per-view match on the 24 7 championship mm, so when we wrestlemania get there, 36 when gronk won it oh my god we're gonna have to count that as a match we are <sighs> that's a quarter of a beer right there yep okay it actually might be one sip no two end of match and title change um raven versus kane versus big show got three and a half beers kane is your new hardcore champion and we continue on with the european title where eddie guerrero faced test yeah yeah early in this match uh i think test's foot got really stuck in the ropes oh it definitely did Eddie Guerrero and the referee were frantically trying to get him unstuck. Basically, he went over the top and his foot got caught between the top two ropes. And he was just um, dangling upside down. He was just dangling upside down by one ankle, like screaming. I and did both really Eddie Guerrero and the referee were frantically trying to get him out. I did like what the what the commentators did though when Eddie was helping get him getting him out of the ropes. They were like, Eddie realizes he can't win the match if Test is or he can't win the title if Test is hung up in the ropes. It's like that actually makes a ton of sense why he would want to get him out of there because he did not walk in as a champ. <laughs> Test did. That makes a lot of sense. You know, that's insane how much. Um, it's it's just insane how good Jr. is. Jr. is yeah, yeah. He's just so fucking good. Everything makes sense. Uh, Perry Saturn wore a cool hat. Terrible looking hat. It was stupid. <laughs> it was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. It was like fur. It was like a furry white top hat. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, let's see. There was Perry Saturn interference. Dean Malenko came out there looking like Jimmy Buffett wearing jeans. Uh, and he interfered. And the numbers game basically was too much for Mr. Test. And Eddie Guerrero is the new European champion. And that match got a beer and a half. Yeah, that but there was nothing to shake a stick about with this one. Yeah. This this pay-per-view had some okay matches up to this point. The Raven Big Show K match is really good. Um, or really enjoyable at least, I guess. Yeah. Um, maybe not good, but it was enjoyable. I will Joe, say, how do you, we we didn't get Joe's reaction on that because he was taking a shit. Joe, how was uh how do you feel about Raven, your dog, losing the hardcore championship at WrestleMania seventeen? Pretty lame. She's pretty hardcore, so she did she was so she was in a match with Big Show and Kane. She didn't even get pinned and lost her title. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's what I said. And then Chad was like, them's the rules. 
I don't think so. Oh, like Chad knows the rules to a triple threat, yeah. Michael. Yeah. Did you know, Joe, that you you're not hardcore unless you live hardcore? I did know that. Okay. Just wanted my friend sure you knew that. My friend told me that. Which one? Which one? Jack, Jack Black. Jack Black. <laughs> okay. Um, next singles match. Nothing on the line except for pride. And who can tap the other person out? Uh, Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit. This was good. This was very good. This was, uh, it started out with like a significant quantity of Matt wrestling, like transition of holds and stuff like that. And then once it started really picking up, this was incredibly entertaining. Yeah. The, the Benoit chops as, as Chad said last week, hardest ever still. Um, I had a take for this match and Chad, you can tell me if you noticed this or not, but when I was watching this, I was like, man, Kurt Angle's face sure does look really puffy. Did you think his face looked puffy? No. And then I, well, dude, you should watch it back and let me know if you think it looks puffy. Then I looked it up. I, I, I looked up. I was like, do steroids make your face puffy? And they do. <laughs> oh, well, that answers that question. Yeah. And then I Googled Kurt Angle steroids, but he only ever got suspended in 2006 for it. Oh, right by the time he left? Yeah. Some, I think it was around then. He left in 06, didn't he? Uh, it was either like late 06 or early 07, yeah. Damn. And then he went to the the other the other place uh total non-stop action yeah that Act. one yeah For like five or seven years or something he was in tna yeah um let's see they each try to use each other's submissions it was basically like the whole point of the feud was like i'm gonna make the other guy tap out and then the match did not end with a submission which kind of makes sense especially because the heel one which was angle he just won with a roll-up, and then after the match, Chris Benoit found him backstage and just put him in a cross face on the floor. <laughs> this is pretty funny. Um, but it got two and a quarter beers, and then, Chad, <clears throat> I don't know if you took a note for this, but I did. Before the next match, do you remember, do you have a note on uh, before the next match, which was Ivory versus China, the video package they did? Uh, I remember the video package for the Ivory China match, but that's the only thing I remember at this point. So before the Ivory China match, they did a video package of the, all of the WWE superstars going to, uh, I don't know, some army base near there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just made me think like, man, every time they show tribute for the troops, like like video packages of them or just like something like this, it makes me sad <laughs> for two reasons. One, because we never got that, or at least I didn't. I don't think Joe did either. Chad nope. is shaking his head and saying no. Uh, the other reason it makes me sad is because I know for a fact there's a bunch of people who probably don't give a fuck about wrestling at that time who probably had to clean so much nonsense, like nonsensical <laughs> shit just to get ready for Stone Cold Steve Austin to come chug beer in front of them <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and it made me so sad for them. <laughs> Just oh, have to clean for point. time, and the, the the wrestlers are coming. We gotta clean. Shut the fuck up. Stupid bullshit. Chad, take it away with Ivory in China. I'm uh, thirsty. 
so Ivory and China was a match that happened. They had a promo about how China comes back from her injury or sustained a few pay-per-views ago from uh from Ivory. Yeah. Um and in the video package, she's completely dominant in all of her encounters with the right to censor, which was a prelude. They sometimes call that foreshadowing. Oh. Um, this match she has with Ivory, because this was like four minutes. Of Ivory just getting thrown the fuck around. <laughs> she ragged all the shit out of her for like three to four minutes. And that was it. It and was the, the perfect was amount of time. Chad, would you, uh, w- what would you say about China's appearance during this match? It, weird. It wasn't your average China. Like weirdly hot? No. Like oh. it was weird to see her in like a bubbly girl outfit. And it was weird to see her with like her hair done up. All fancy. It's WrestleMania. It wasn't like black gear. It was like weirdly shaped uh, pink or purplish gear. Also, it looked like someone had ironed her bottoms uh, <laughs> so that they couldn't like crease at all. But she looked like she was struggling to wear them. I don't know if you noticed that throughout the show, but they had like weird like creases on the sides. It didn't I didn't. Look like she I was don't. Comfortable I don't all. look at China the way that you do. <laughs> it was. It looked concerning. <laughs> I was worried about her. Okay, not really the, not really the answer I was expecting there, Chad. I was, was expecting pink, which is just like weird. For I was expecting China. you to talk about how juice you were. Juice, not for that, no. Well, uh, did we say Angle Benoit two and a quarter? Uh, I'm not sure we did, but it did get two and a quarter. Did now, uh, and then Ivory and China got half a beer. Half a beer. Yep. Uh, and then we got to. One of my, one of my, I don't know how to say it without saying like favorite matches of all time because it's not. It's one of my favorite, like, mat, I guess one of my favorite matches that should be, that shouldn't be good at all matches ever. I guess that's a good way to explain it, Chad. It's Vince McMahon versus Shane McMahon in a street fight. This was entertaining as fuck. <laughs> I love this match for the build up to the Trish turn the and Trish the Linda turn, yep. and the Linda standing up. Yeah, like the moments of the match. It's not like it was like crazy good wrestling. It's a street fight. They did that on purpose, right? No, they suck. Vince McMahon like, actually punched his son in the face and gave him a shiner. But like his eye was swollen up the whole match. The Trish Stratus turn was huge. The crowd lost it for the Trish Stratus face turn. I actually forgot about the Trish turn. I do remember. I I remember the the Linda stuff. I remember Linda standing up. Yeah, but I completely forgot the Trish was involved in this at all. Um, and that was even after they showed the backstage thing where Vince told Trish he was like, um, to telling Trish like, make sure like we gave Linda a double dose, right? And she was like, "Yep, we sure did." And I was thinking like, she didn't get a double dose because she's gonna stand up later. But then I I don't know why I didn't think like, oh Trish is just lying because she's going to turn into a good girl. I just like did not put those two things together. Yeah. <laughs> um surprisingly no blood in this match, which is super weird. Yeah, I mean, it they was were based... doing crazy shots to the head the whole yeah, time. Too. It was essentially just a car crash of a match and chaotic uh and just trying to watch. It was like watching two I don't know what's trying to wrestle. Uh I don't know. I don't know. It was like watching two monkeys trying to fuck a football the whole That's time. 
like but the but the football was the competitor what's the dodgeball one, quote like one of the footballs was their son and the other football was the other guy's dad <laughs> like homeless people trying to hump a doorknob yeah that one that one too uh yeah oh also Mick Foley was a special guest referee uh he did a good job 4.75 beers for this uh Shane McMahon wins because Linda is awesome she stood up pop of the night maybe yeah the crowd went crazy for Linda McMahon that might also be another reason why I like this match because I'm a slut for crowds um like I think that Linda standing up got a bigger pop than the big iconic moment in the next match which is which Joe will be able to talk about a little bit here TLC2 yeah that's true I've watched that Edge and Christian we watched it on the episode zero right before it yeah it's true and you threw up wine I did (laughs) things that Joe remembers very well uh Edge and Christian Dudley's Hardy's TLC two, uh, Rhino was there. Lita was there. Spike Dudley was there, uh, destroying, destroying, destroying his tailbone. Like, I always forget about Spike Dudley destroying his tailbone, but I yeah, do remember talking gross. about it in the first episode. Um, I mean, it's just one of the most iconic matches of all time. The the interference is just awesome here. Uh, hundred percent love the moments from this match. Like, there's the the spear to the hanging Jeff Hardy. There's the uh, Jeff Hardy swanton off the super tall fucking ladder through the rhino. Bucking and ladder. Like the, the rhino and Spike Dudley tables. There's, um, oh, the the Dudley's going through the stack of tables that's up by the entrance ramp. Uh, rhino goring the ever living shit out of Lita. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought he broke her in half. <laughs> Jen, I think Jeff Hardy is broken smack dab in half. The mat the match is just so good. There, there's nothing bad to say about it. I I think if you're gonna pick, if I'm gonna have to pick a favorite spot, that's not the spear from the twenty foot ladder. As God is my witness, Jeff Hardy is smoking sp- broken, uh, smack dab in half. Uh, it's definitely Bubba and Matt going through four tables at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that like stack of tables by the entrance ramp is gross. The yeah. tables just disintegrate from underneath of them too. Yeah, they showed so many replays, like uh, and it was always like the replay of Spike like compressing his spine and probably breaking his ass. Uh, the replay of Jeff Hardy going off the twenty foot ladder, the Swanton that completely missed Rhino, but hit whoever else he went through it was spike oh spike (laughs) spike takes some beating in this match (laughs) that's just that's just spike doing what spike does uh let's see (laughs) jr did some foreshadowing in this match when um lita pulled edge off of a ladder and jr said there's lita jerking edge off the ladder (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, i remember that one That's a foreshadowing to an event that I watched on Monday Night Raw. Many, How many times? Years ago. Oh, more than once. A hundred percent. All right. Oh my gosh. That got us three point seven five beers. TLC two does. Yeah, I always thought it got more, but 
I feel like I do remember talking about that when we first talked about this match uh, before the first episode. We are like, I always thought it got more drinks than that, but it just didn't. Um, yeah. And then we had match of the night, Chad. Okay, so um, the next match was the gimmick battle royale, which I'd heard of before. Didn't realize it was on this card, but basically every weird-ass gimmick they've ever had in WWE <laughs> nice. um, showed up in this match. Uh, let's name some competitors. I think we had... Here, I, let's name them until we can't anymore and just, okay. go, <laughs> and just go back and forth. You start. I'm taking my favorite, the gobbledygooker. I'll take Repo Man. Uh, the what's his name? The trash can guy, uh, Drosy, Darren Drosy, the gar, the the dumpster, dumpster Drosy. There it is. I will take Doink the Clown, Iron Sheik, uh, Nikolai Volkov, Sergeant Slaughter, uh, Jim Cornette, <laughs> Jim Cornette, just Jim Cornette as himself. Jim Cornette as himself. What about the, both the Bushwhackers? Oh, you took. Okay, I'll take uh, Brother Love. Kamala. I'm running out of people. Kamala and his goons. Uh, I'm running out of people. Hillbilly Jim. Hillbilly Jim. Fuck. That's the last one I could remember. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm running out of names. But my God, this was dumb as fucking rocks. This was so bad. There's <laughs> two options here. We could rate this as a uh, one of the highest rated beer matches of it would all be the times. highest rated because either so joe i'll let you be the the <laughs> i'll let you be the judge here do all of yeah. these do all of these count because it's not a royal rumble the whole like only three sips for a return or debut doesn't really count it doesn't really count does it yeah so are all of these returns or debuts because there was yeah. 18 people in the match <laughs> yeah i think it counts but also, we don't know if they all showed up on like Raw or SmackDown the week before. That's the thing. I mean, we could watch it. No, like, we're just gonna assume they didn't. Is um, the gimmick <laughs> battle royal the highest rated supposed supposed to be the highest rated match of all time? <laughs> Maybe. We're gonna leave it as it's not here. Um, I because it's so bad, I didn't want to. So we're gonna leave it at three beers, which is still way too many beers for this match. Good news. <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> It's literally here. We only missed uh, Tugboat, Earthquake, and oh, One shit. Man Gang. Oh, and Michael really? Hayes. We only oh, missed yeah. four. Michael Hayes, One Man Gang, Tugboat, and Earthquake. Damn, good for us. Yeah, we're pretty good. So memorable. Um, but yeah, it was essentially 18 entrances. Uh, I know there was a chop in there that I counted. I count, yep. <laughs> uh, and then there was 17 eliminations and the end of the match. Dude, uh, Joe, this last there's 18 people in this battle royale. It lasted three minutes and 20 seconds. <laughs> it was just it was just entrances, and then they just one by one eliminated until the Iron Sheik won. It was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. This this was like uh, WrestleMania two or three. One of those uh, early WrestleManias had a WWE versus NFL battle royale, and there's a bunch of NFL players and a bunch of bad WWE. WWF at the time wrestlers and honestly I could say this might have been worse than that and that had half the match be full of people who have never wrestled before who were some of the NFL players I don't remember was it anyone notable yeah I think some of them were oh okay all right well let's move the fuck on from that uh next we had the Undertaker versus Triple H 
And I had a senior moment during this match. <laughs> this is the man who won 21 straight. And it's very well known that he won 21 straight WrestleMania matches. And there was a point in this match where Triple H hit a huge move. And I was like, oh, my God, is Triple H about to win? <laughs> Knowing damn well that The Undertaker doesn't lose oh until WrestleMania 30. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, I felt like a fucking idiot. This is my Paul Heyman quote of the night. In the middle of Ooh. the match, around the same time that uh, Undertaker threw Triple H off the top of like a, a, a scaffolding um, about 15 feet in the air down to a clearly obvious uh, <laughs> mattress. Um, yeah. Imagine if Twitter was around for this match. Paul Heyman says the Undertaker's thirst for revenge is unquenchable. And that like immediately went off with like some note in my head. And, like, like I'd heard that line before. Um, turns out that's the name of one of my favorite bands of all times. Uh, first single, thirst? One of, the Undertaker's Thirst for Revenge is Unquenchable, is a Chiodos song off their album Bone Palace Ballet. That's the band I have tattooed to my wrist. If you didn't know, I and didn't that's my know. favorite album. I also didn't them. know that all of that is the name of one song. Yep, it was the emo era, there was Jeez. always like crazy long titles. Okay. But clearly my favorite band, Chiodos, was watching WrestleMania 17 when they were writing my favorite album. Yeah, probably. Because there's no way they just came up with The Undertaker's Thirst for Revenge is Unquenchable. I mean, there's a chance that they... they... You're right. You know what, Chad? You're right. And I'll just go with the first note I had for this match, which was Motorhead sucks live. (laughs) 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 I've watched I've watched this match before and I totally forgot that Triple H gets played in by Motorhead singing live and it was the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Dude, I don't know if you can say that their lead singer's dead now. You're talking shit on a dead guy. I didn't it's say fine. I didn't like their music. Some of their songs. I like I the, like the song the, the game. game. I like the game. I like the song. They King just kings. they just suck live. <laughs> better um, or worse than hardy at royal rumble oh god last year you know i actually have a con- i have a confession to make i've actually listened to some of that album and i like the song i like the songs when not having to listen to them live wasn't that oh, he's summer pretty, slam he's pretty good no it was royal rumble i think it was i think it was royal was rumble slam in detroit no it was not that recent no he's got some good songs i'll admit yeah. that they're like dude chad you wouldn't like them because he no, he leans him. more country. No, I do hate him. I know. I that. like it. Have like the album that the all those songs. It got apparently it got released last year, and it's like half country, half rock. And there's like a song in the middle where like the first half of the like the the first all the way up until halfway through that song, and then it just like switches to rock. It's pretty. It's a cool concept, and some of the songs are really good. No, I hate it. Um, almost as much as you hated metal, uh, Motorhead here. Okay. Uh, my first comment was the bullshit foreign announce table got broken. It didn't uh, know. Did you count it? I counted it. Okay, that that makes sense. Why you got more beers than I did? So I did not he, count it. So earlier in the night, I can't remember what match. I think it was the. Oh, it was definitely the Shane versus Vince thing. Yeah, because Shane went through it. Shane went through it after Vince moved, uh, and they broke the foreign announce table. Instead of rebuilding it, 
they, they brought out one of those shitty ass normal tables <laughs> out there. Normal. Um, and Triple H like gets banged on top of it and it breaks under his weight what? immediately. He what? His head gets like banged onto the table. That's not what you said. He, you said he got banged on a table. Undertaker did that to him. Whoa, dude! You were there watching it too. That's I wasn't there. I support it. But yeah, he like basically got slammed on his butt on the table and it didn't break. And then the the legs just gave out and it just went to the ground. <laughs> it was. It looked so depressing. Yeah, I counted it as a breaking of the table, though. That was my second note, by the way. So we basically had the first same note, except Motorhead. You hate Motorhead. Um, Got it. I didn't enjoy them live. Uh, Taker bloodied pretty badly off a show, uh, a sledgehammer to the face. Yeah. On attempt to the that, last ride. That was like right towards the end. Um, <laughs> the funny, I love the funniest thing. So <clears throat> the the fight goes out to like toward they like they're like fight all the way out to where the hard cam is during this match. And what took them out there was the ref got the Kyoto got bumped and it they were out by the hard cam for like what seemed like 10 to 15 minutes. Well, they <laughs> didn't Kyoto bump the referee. He, he choke slammed the referee. Well, yeah. And then he was starting to get up and he, then he just like simply kicked him while he was down. But then they left the ring and Kyoto didn't move for like 10 to 15 minutes. I just thought he was just a huge bitch. Yeah, they had time to choke slam off a 15 foot high stanchion. Like scaffolding yeah. thing, they had time onto to, a mattress. Onto a mattress, they had time to fight in the crowd for a bunch of times. They had time to come back in, hit each other with steel chairs and all sorts of stuff. Triple H hit Taker with a steel chair out on that platform, like what seemed like, like a whole beer's worth of steel chairs. Yeah, times. it was. I think it was exactly fourteen sips. It was a lot. It was um, but yeah. Uh, despite me being an idiot uh, and thinking Triple H was about to win the match, Undertaker hits a last ride and wins, and it got 3.75 beers. I know we said last week that we don't think any of his early WrestleMania matches were great. This was awesome. This was pretty good. This was really entertaining. I loved this match. Okay, what about him versus Ric Flair next year? I don't think I've ever watched that. What about him versus A Train and Big Show? At the I've next seen year? that and it's bad. And then him versus Kane. Uh, is bad. Kane, every Kane match is bad. And that's derpy unmasked Kane. Oh God. And then it's Orton. Okay, so this is the only good one till Orton. <laughs> so we have to sit through three more WrestleMania's worth of bad Undertaker Mania matches. Uh all right. Then we get Rock Austin. Most iconic, best video package for a match ever. Yeah, not just the video, like the video package. This is like one of the most iconic WrestleMania events, main events of all time. Um, this is like top five in WrestleMania think, main events. I think this is it the best as far as match quality goes. No, it's Rock and Austin. Yeah. Uh, is it one of the best, if not the best, as far as story? Oh my God! The Bucks just uh, kicked a horrendous field goal. That was hilarious to watch. Um, I think the only thing that comes close, if you take the total package of story and solid wrestling and moments, 
is and also the video package is mania 30 because the daniel bryan monster video package is the only thing that comes close to my way limp biscuit i think or the highway we'll do things my way yeah my way i can't stand limp biscuit i love that song i love limp biscuit you don't like behind blue eyes joe i do what about nookie i like behind blue eyes by the who you like chocolate starfishes in the hot dog flavor waters <laughs> dude Olympus gets so bad oh dude you clearly never listened to Roland yeah One actually no he has to three have. to the six he has to have listened to Roland he's watched some Undertaker uh in retros recently that's true did you know that actually, one Joe, plus have two you? times two is the six yeah <laughs> thank you Olympiscuit I hate Olympiscuit they're so bad <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um Chad, I don't know about you, but there was another moment, and I, I think I don't remember what what match in the last month that this happened for. It could have been a retro, could have been uh like recent weekly television. But um uh some point in the match, the oh, okay, the rock like was on top of the English announce table and it just collapsed under him. And then JR starts complaining. Because they lost their monitors and says that he can't see anything. And even Paul Heyman is like, I'm going to have to watch the Titan Tron. I'm like, they're right in front of you. Just watch them. I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, dude. Another thing I didn't get about this match is they started the match by immediately saying, this is a no disqualification match. Okay. That's weird to add that at, at the main event. It is worth it though. Um, but then the referee stopped multiple pinfalls and stopped submissions multiple rope breaks for rope breaks. I'm like, yeah. yo, it's no disqualification. He does not have to break that. What's he does he for the disqualified? pin. I feel like he does for the pin. What's he going to get disqualified for the rope break on the fucking submission hold? I don't know. Why did, why did the referee get so mad and like try and pull him off? Also, every time they tried to use a weapon, Earl Hebner was like, no, 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 you can't do that. You can't do that. There was a part where, Bro, yeah, Austin, no it was DQ. like, I think it was one of the first times that Hebner tried pulling that shit. And I could see Austin mouth to him. He's like, it's no DQ. And, and, and it makes me think, think like they literally changed it right before this match happened and like just changed it on the fly. But I don't know if that's actually like a story that's out there. But I feel like it should be. Uh, you know, then Vince comes down. Uh, you know, wonder what he's going to do. Probably fuck over Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, it's quite the opposite. Turn uh, of the century. What? Turn of the century here. Yeah, it was such a good turn that the fans revolted against it. And uh, just didn't ever work. Yeah, it did not. And then also it, it gets to be accompanied by the bad Stone Cold Steve Austin music. <laughs> I just don't the, like uh, it. <clears throat> it was obvious it was coming, though, because like the whole match, Stone Cold was doing heelish things. I don't think you would notice that if you watch this live. Yeah, I don't think I, you know. I don't think you would like when Vince was walking down to the ring. Yes, we all knew what the fuck. We all knew what was going on. But like if you watch this live, I don't think you think that that's happening. I don't know. Agree, disagree. I don't know. I, I, you're right. I watched it knowing how this ends, and I knew I did pick up on the heel Stone Cold stuff watching this, but 
I think I, I yeah. attributed it to knowing what happens. Probably true. Uh, this got 5.75 beers. Uh, the whole show ends with 31.75 beers. I think this might be, I haven't put it in yet. I just watched this last night. I stayed up very late to watch it because I hadn't watched a lick of it yet. Um, and I think this is the highest rated WWE pay-per-view. What's in front of it? Your, WrestleMania 2000. What did that get? Oh, like the 32, hardcore battle royal. It had the battle royale. Hardcore and it, battle royal. Yeah. Yeah. I think that had 32 or something like that. But I put it in the database this morning. And when I saw it in there, I had it. 12th overall and number two for WWF. All top 10 are now AEW. We'll put an asterisk on that. Yeah. The gimmick battle royal. The gimmick battle royal. Yeah. If we change and add 16 beers to it, it would have 47.75 beers, which <laughs> is almost 50 beers. It's worthy of the best pay per view ever. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Not I mean, for the that only, reason. The <laughs> only reason that puts it in that in that category is because of the gimmick battle royal. <laughs> like one of the worst matches ever is the reason that yeah. it's so high in the beer ratings database. That'd be a good trivia question, though. What's the highest rated beer ratings match of all time? The gimmick battle royal. <laughs> Imagine if that was nineteen beers. Uh, it took about five. Imagine to 10 having minutes. to drink for that. Five to ten minutes, I would say. So let's say seven minutes it took everyone to get out there. All 18 participants. The match was three minutes long. That's 19 beers in 10 minutes. That's two min- That's two beers a minute. Ten minutes. Joe could do that. Right, Joe? No. Joe could throw that much up. All those kiss, all those kiss on the it. lips you had? You're not, you're not a seasoned drinker now? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. 31.75 is what we're going with. Uh, maybe I'll put an asterisk next to it. Well, uh, we will see. I refuse. Uh, should we get into the weekly recap? Oh, definitely. I watched everything, including Rampage and Battle of the Belts this week. So I got some stocky notes. I forgot about Battle of the Belts. But what I didn't forget was this. This other beer. Ice cold Bud Light. It's actually not no. that ice cold anymore because it's been sitting on this table. Oh yeah, so uh, what room temperature? We've got to talk about what we're drinking, Chad. What are you, Chad? What are you drinking? Um, I'm just gonna be honest. I had surgery today. I'm drinking fucking <laughs> water. Chad, the fact that you're even here is applause worthy, and I I very much appreciate it. <laughs> We've been beating around the bush the whole time. <laughs> I got a vasectomy today, so someone took some scissors. Well, they cut your balls today. off. You made no, me cut all of it last week. I know. Made me cut, gonna... We talked about it on air and you made me cut it all. It's fine. Here it is. That's what's happening. My balls hurt. I'm <laughs> drinking water because my medicine says I can't drink it and alcohol at the same time. So this is a deliciously crisp liquid death sparkling artesian water. Yeah, that sounds that sounds really good for you. Overrated. And what, if you would have just left it at the name bit. and you didn't know what liquid death is like I didn't, like a few months ago, you would think that that was not good for you and that you should not be drinking it on the day of a surgery. It's okay. Uh, there's a there's a meme posted up at work of me uh, holding a can of liquid death and I drink them all the time. 
so the people at that place are going to find it hilarious that I'm tr- here drinking liquid death as well yet again. What do you think they're going to find funnier? Is uh, the fact that you're drinking a liquid death or that your semen, your balls got cut off? Your your balls got cut off. My balls are intact. The vast difference that you can't cut, produce semen anymore. That's not even true. You also <laughs> can produce semen you, there's just no sperm in it that's, that's just, what i meant you guys have no understanding of your own anatomy that's because i still have balls i also <laughs> still have balls it's not i'm not a cat chad's somehow still gonna have a kid chad actually didn't have a vasectomy he got spayed i'm not a cat <laughs> i'm not having any more kids Joe. sorry you got you. neutered did bob barker tell you to do this no my wife told me to do this why i She's thought you were gonna have like... se- i thought you were gonna have seven kids no, uh, I thought, four, I thought he already had seven many. kids. I don't have seven kids. You know that, Joe. You've met all my kids. Has he? Yes. Yeah. Joe, has how, ma- Joe how many are there? Like at like minimum four. Minimum four? Like I, what about, I kept what, three in the there, back of the house when you were over. <laughs> there's three of them locked in your dungeon. <laughs> I don't even have a basement. <laughs> Those are my backup kids. Neither do I. <laughs> Most places in Virginia Beach don't have fucking oh. basements. It's coastal. Oh the, the yeah. Flood. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay. Let's actually get into the <laughs> weekly recap this time. Uh, uh, oh wait, I'm, I'm drinking a four point something percent Bud Light. There we go. What are you I'm, what about you, Joe? I'm drinking uh white claw hard seltzer. Ooh, Ooh, what, what flavor is that? Bl- blackberry. Oh, that is blackberry? Pr- that's one of the best flavors. Yeah. What it's flavor pack is that? Uh, it was the Costco pack, so it has like five or six flavors in there. Whoa! Do you, are you buying White Claws at Costco? How rich bulk? are you that you have a Costco membership? Uh, how, how cheap are you that you don't have a Costco? Membership? I don't have a Costco that's super close to me. Like it's like it's like twenty miles away, dude. It's I have the really I, I have the top level Costco membership. Really, a top level? You're a Gold Star member at Costco. My, my card is black. A black card at Costco. They talked me into it. They, I'm pretty uh, impressed, dude. They, they were like, "Shizzle, yeah, you get you get nizzle. some amount of cash back, <laughs> and it, you get some amount of cash back." Uh, and the lady was like, "I got more than my Costco membership is worth cash back at the end of the year." And I was like, "That's a good point." So I just always get gas there because it was like 301 today. Pretty good deal. That is a good deal. How many rolls of toilet paper would you say you have in your house right now? Um, not that many. Not enough for what just I just did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think it's time to actually finally this time for real get into the weekly recap. <laughs> SmackDown. Chad, you watched SmackDown? What you think? Uh, not nearly as good as last week's episode. No, last week's last week's was incredible. Um. All right, favorite favorite part. I'm gonna go with Al, uh, Nick Aldis and uh, Adam Pierce backstage, and that was carried uh, over to Monday too. So Nick Aldis, uh, Jay Uso gets involved in a match. Um, Hold on a second. Is it Aldis or Aldis? I don't know. I thought it was Aldis. I feel like it's Aldis, and I think I know, Chad, you're being weird. I think you're saying like Aldis, like Aldis Snow from. Uh... We're getting right Sarah now? Marshall and uh, get him to the Greek. Yeah, this is a That's... Dave Metzler moment. I What's feel that? like it's it's Nick Aldis. I so feel Nick like Aldis, like... um, 
God is in this match <laughs> or not in this match. Uh, Jay Uso gets involved in a match or in a segment. I guess he gets involved in a segment between John Cena. Yeah, he and cost Solo Jimmy. Sokoa. He cost Jimmy a match, didn't he? No, it, it's like a a segment where John Cena called out Solo for a match, but they didn't have a match. They were having a beatdown. Then Jay shows up and like super kicks Jimmy. But basically, after the commercial break. Uh, Nick Aldis ter- turns to uh, Adam Pierce and Jay Uso and says, "Get the fuck off my show." Basically, uh, I said this last week. It is the perfect time of year to be planting the seeds and giving giving hints for your big WrestleMania matches. You think we're gonna get Adam Pierce no. versus Nick Aldis? <laughs> no. no, no. The Aldis and Pierce stuff is Survivor Series things. Yeah. I'm talking about the Usos. I do so think he- Aldis is eventually going to have a match. I, I oh, think for he sure. is Chad, have we to do that? Have we been on an episode together uh since Nick Aldis showed up? No. No. I don't it's been a long time since I think we were on an episode together, actually. Literally two weeks ago. Oh, okay. I think. I mean, yeah, he only showed up last week. No, I thought it was two weeks week. ago. No, it was last season week. premiere oh, last on week. the greatest episode of SmackDown ever. Yeah. I mean, fair. it was two weeks ago, technically this is Thursday right now. But we talked about that episode on last week's episode of this show. Okay. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, also, Joe, you mentioned something I mentioned last week. But yeah, I I really enjoy, and I'll, I'm saying it again, but I really enjoy the fact that we now have a, the one, we have general managers back. And two, there's a general manager that can get physical, unlike Adam Pierce. Yeah. And eventually we could have that, that type of storyline once again in WWE where authority figures get physical yeah like kurt angle yeah <laughs> dude uh, on this uh on this jimmy and jay uso thing i think i have my i think i have the perfect war games match in my, my mind you ready for team, this? J- team jimmy versus team jay no oh the bloodline and judgment day team so you get roman jimmy solo damian and finn what about sub Fuck sub. Would you want sub <laughs> in that match? I don't want no, sub in that match. Actually, it might be funny. Um, versus five other people that obviously are all having heat with them. So you get okay. Jay Uso, Cody Rhodes, mm-hmm. uh, Seth Rollins. Because you got to have Roman and Seth on opposite sides. Mm-hmm. And that's going to get built because they're already building it on Raw. John Cena. So that's four. That's four. That's four. But I'm I I have someone in mind to, unless you say them. Uh, my fifth is going to be someone we don't know about yet, or it's L.A. Knight. Okay, so my my I would leave Seth Rollins out, and it would be L.A. Knight and Sami Zayn. I would say that Sami Zayn doesn't get involved. Uh, or Styles. Styles still has to come back and feud with the What if line. it's Orton? What if in the return, he shows up at War Games? Uh, or I CM just, Punk. I just got so juiced. <laughs> I saw some CM Punk theories today that he's the devil. And uh, yeah, I saw that yeah. too. Wait, it's... I thought, oh, you're talking about in AEW? Yeah, no, like, yeah, not like the actual devil, <laughs> like the like uh, Bobby Boucher's mom would say. <clears throat> uh, okay, mama, mama says, Chad, I really like that, but but counterpoint, Roman Reigns would just be in a match that doesn't that's not for a title. What is that? penis shaped thing that you're dude that is a war games match you can't tell me that shit doesn't matter and that's a breadstick or a pretzel stick 
<laughs> That's his penis that they removed today. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it was that long? <laughs> no, it was not that long. The thing was longer than your head. Okay. I was going to say. <laughs> So that's someone else's penis. I just didn't. Hold on. Can I just say real quick? I didn't know robots had vast deference. Oh, God. good point. Well, now you know. <laughs> what would be the robot or computer equivalent to being spayed? Getting your wires clipped. Installed antivirus software. Mm. My God. That's essentially what children are. They're just viruses. They're just walking viruses. Oh, my God. <laughs> they are. They always get sick. Fact or fiction, Chad? Fact. There we go. Boom. Nailed it. All right. We really keep tangenting off. Of, we really don't want to talk about SmackDown. Um, let's see. Logan Paul versus Rey Mysterio is on for Crown Jewel. Um, let's see. Stat from SmackDown. John Cena said that it was it has been 2002 days since he last won a singles match on TV. That was very uh, I don't know. I was shocked by that personally, but I guess five Cena years, dude, really hasn't won a match since 2018. A singles <laughs> match, match on television, singles match. singles match on television. Oh, on television, yeah, on television. So I, I think that I guess that obviously doesn't count PLEs because it's not. Yeah. It, it, I do watch them on my TV, but it doesn't count as being on TV. I don't know. I don't know. Has he won a singles pay per view match in 2000 since 2015, 18? Uh, yeah, yeah, he had to have. What was his Mania 35 match? There was like a Undertaker match in there. Yeah, there was he got like, squashed to the Undertaker. There was like a Bray Wyatt match in there. He Did lost he, that. He lost there to was Bray Wyatt. Austin Theory match in there. Who did he face he at 37? Did he face anyone in Tampa? No, that I remember. What about Dallas? I don't think he was at that one either. Taker? Is that the Taker one? No, that Taker's 34. Man, these are all great, great questions that I have. Great questions. Great, great questions. Um, Okay, let's see here. Brawling Brutes attack pretty deadly in a massage parlor. Uh, No boy to that. That was very much not cool. (laughs) Um, L.A. Knight, Paul Heyman. Yeah, Carlito. I guess I I missed that. I think I think I skipped that. Um, L.A. Knight, Paul Heyman promo. I don't know if there's really much to talk about here. LA Knight obviously held his own against mm-hmm. Paul Heyman because LA Knight is one of the best right now at promos. Uh, and then the main event, uh, we got Bailey in shorts. That was cool. So cool. <laughs> talk about I things that Carlito that. would call cool. That's cool. Yeah, juiced, I would say. Juiced for that. Joe, comments? Um, Sky versus Charlotte? Uh, sure, it was pretty good. Um, yeah, I was thinking about it today because was the whole... it was it good? I don't know. Yeah, it was good. I guess it was given like twenty five minutes. Yeah, I, I mean, EO Sky beat Charlotte fair and square. No, that's what I, I wrote was, down. I was thinking about something today. <laughs> Bianca came back. Yeah, Bianca's back. That's the biggest thing. What's up, Joe? Are Charlotte Flair and Andrade still uh married? Yeah, right. Yeah, I saw a Ric Flair tweet this week that said they were. What's that? They don't post each other anymore, so I thought the same thing. But then I saw Ric Flair tweet about his son-in-law, Andrade. Okay. It was after the uh, Andrade versus Brian Danielson match on Saturday. That yeah, we'll we'll that talk cool. about we'll talk about that in a little bit. But after that, that match, cool. Ric Flair was like, "My son-in-law 
taking the family name, being out there, making a great match or something. That was really good foreshadowing by Ric Flair being a gift. We should have known it was going to be Ric Flair. Uh, but yeah, Bianca Belair is back. Uh, she was some for some reason uh, like cool with Charlotte. It didn't really make much sense because they've feuded a lot. But also they're both faces right now, or at least they're supposed to be. So, yeah. Also, it doesn't look like we're going to get the Bianca versus Rhea match at Mania. Unless they're just not b- going to start planting the seeds for that yet. Unless Bianca wins another Rumble. I could see it happening. I don't want it, though. Some woman has to be the first two-time winner. I mean, Bianca would make sense to be the first two-time winner, but I still don't want it. Mm. You don't want it ever? Do you You never want her to win another Royal Rumble? No. I don't want to be the first. Why? I think it'd be cooler if it was Becky. Why Becky? I thought you weren't a big fan of Becky. I've always liked Becky. Oh. You don't like Bianca? Not as much. Hmm. Kind of racist. Uh, no. <laughs> has nothing to do with that. Bold assumption you made there. Chad, come on. I'm joking. Obviously. Come on, man. Let's talk about collision. Let's get off of this subject. <laughs> uh, or oh, actually, Chad. Rampage. Rampage. Yeah, Chad. I no, no, right. no. Oh, yeah, no, right. I do cool. have a note. Actually, oh, I do have a God. note. What? Dude, Sin Cara was on Rampage. Is that who that was? Mystico is the original Sin Cara. Oh, it's the original Sin Cara. Yeah. The one that got in a fight with Chris Jericho. And got fired, and they replaced him with Hunico. With another Sin Cara. Yeah. But got original it. Sin Cara is Mystico. Got it. And they had the two oldest titles in America, which were two CMLL titles uh, that Rocky Romero and Mystico hold. And they had those two title holders face off. And a two out of three falls match to open Rampage. Really fucking good. Really? Really fucking good. Cool. I'm not going to watch it. No, uh, let's go to something I wish I didn't watch, which was Collision. Um, Let's see. Collision was on the day that I had a party at my house. I ended up turning it on while people were still there, and they got really mad at me. <laughs> they got the mad at you? Yeah, they got mad at me because I turned Collision on. Did you provide them food? Uh, Earlier in the night, yeah. Then they have no right to be mad at you. Um, I will say Brooks's fiance was vividly watching it. She was kind of into it. She also said that Ricky Starks was hot. Ew. Whoa. Yeah. So there's that. Is she mad at him, by the way? Because he owes me a million dollars. Because he owes you a million dollars. I don't think she knows about that, but she sometimes actually listens to the show. So maybe she'll hear about this. Really? Yeah. Huh. Shout out Jamie. Uh, pretty much Collision was the uh, Malachi Black and uh, House of Black show. They showed up everywhere and beat people up. And it looks like the House of Black will be feuding with uh, the BBC. Is what it Who's looks currently like. also feuding with the best friends. Yeah. Doesn't make any but sense. We had that awesome Andrade versus Danielson match, which at the end, Malachi Black just took Danielson's head off. Oh, yeah. Just um, destroyed his face. Let's see. The devil made another appearance. I don't remember what the devil did on this show. But I probably something. I think it was something kind of like what happened on Wednesday. Um, Let's see. Jeff Jarrett. We're dealing with like a multi-personality disorder type thing with the devil. Like like that it is MJF and he just doesn't know. 
because yeah. he's schizophrenic. That would no, be dumb as no, rocks. Because, <laughs> no, because of what happened on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. They showed him on the Titantron while MJF was like in the ring. Yeah. yeah, but they've done stuff like that before, like The Fiend and Bray Wyatt. No, this is definitely CM Punk in this devil mask. No, it is not, dude. <laughs> That's what the but internet what if thinks it was. It <laughs> what if it, like, seriously, I, tr- I, I thought about this today. I was like, okay, how could it actually, like, why and how are people thinking this? Because it's insane to think, but also people online are fucking insane. But I thought, I, th- I was like, all right, let's actually try to make some sense of how this could possibly be true. And if you really think about it, and I could be wrong about this, but the only thing I remember about CM Punk and the news of CM Punk being fired got broken was Tony Khan announced it on Collision. He announced it on television, which television, 99% of it is kayfabe. Okay. So it's all a work. That's Pretty the here, o- folks, first. Hurt, hurt here, no, folks. No, that's the only way that it's... Uh, if Tony Khan announcing... And talking about him fearing for his life because he was around CM Punk was, you know, it could, it could, that, that, that's the only way that this is true. There's no way that they just made up and they, they're re-signing him. Yeah, that's true. So the only way that is true is that if the Tony Khan announcement was a work, which I don't think it was, I want to be very clear that I do not think that CM Punk is the devil. Sounds like you do. He's not the guy behind the devil mask. He is the devil. Like actual Satan. Yeah, he sucks. Wow. And he does not work for Impact Wrestling, by the way. Does he not? Allegedly. Well, he, he didn't did show, up, show at, up. He did not show up at Down for Glory. So, also no. allegedly, I didn't watch it. So, he's going to be showing up at the other one, though the the TNA well, one, the Hard to Kill <laughs> in January. Yeah. He was also asked about Survivor Series being in Chicago, and he was like, I don't think there's any ticket tickets left, and tickets are pretty hard to get. That was his response. Oh, my God. He's definitely showing up. You heard what, if it was, what if it was him in the War Games match instead of Orton? You know, I thought that's of, that's what I said before, be? and you guys ignored me. Well, you got to speak up, Joe. Well, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I legit didn't hear you. I'm sorry. It's okay. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. If you didn't give a fuck, you wouldn't have mentioned that you said it already. That's not true. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't know, Jim. Let's see. Anything else for Collision? Um, Jeff Jarrett was in another street fight that I didn't care about, and Miro destroys Action Andretti in front of his wife. Starks and Big Bill Action Andretti are married? still... Are still uh, it, sorry, Miro destroyed Action Andretti in front of Lana. Oh, okay. In front of Miro. It, Miro did it in front of his wife. Yeah. That's what I was getting at. Um, Remember that time that CJ Perry did it in front of Miro with Bobby <laughs> Lashley? Did what in front of Miro? Oh, yeah. Did it. Yeah. The, you know, it. The boom boom. In the boom boom hotel room? Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Chad, Battle of the Belts, you watched it? I did. I did. Um, did it matter? Did all the belts get retained? Uh yes, every belt was retained. Wow. Shocker, shocker. Uh, don't care, don't care. Uh, Chris Statlander beat Willow, and Willow and Sky Blue were like having friendship issues because Sky Blue is like clearly, um, so. turning. She's turning into the old Julia Hart gimmick thing. And then the acclaimed beat the uh the old JAS trio, and Daniel Garcia at the very end had to make a choice on whether he was going to dance or not. 
And guess what he did? He danced. He danced. He danced the night away. And guess what Matt Menard did? He, he walked too. away. He got super butt hurt about it. Yeah, that sounds about right. End of the list. Let's move on. All right, Raw. What do we have? Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Damian Priest at Crown Jewel. Yes. Cody Rhodes. Cody yeah. Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes um, is hurt. Yeah, they Dude, destroyed his leg. Who wins here? Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. It's Crown Cody Jewel. Cody Rhodes. Yeah, it's Crown Jewel, but he's also facing a Money in the Bank winner. They never it, win singles matches that aren't for a title. <sighs> That's true. Until they win the title. Remember, Io Sky lost like every match until she won the title. Yeah, I don't remember that, but it's okay. Also, Selena Vega, and also, well, actually, yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of other women who held the Money in the Bank briefcase and them losing matches before they cashed in. But they had it for thirty. But seconds. they all, but they all cashed in like that night or the night, the night after. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Becky versus Indie Wrestling. Um. Is Eric of the Viking Raiders hurt? Because there was an Ivar solo promo. I think so. I think one of the Viking Raiders is hurt. Okay. Answers that question. It's the same thing with... Uh, well, look. There's, a, there's another tag team. I don't remember what brand or what company, but there's another tag team that's semi-prominent that their partners hurt. Well, there was I mean, pretty deadly. Forbidden... I mean, uh, United Empire has... Mark Davis oh, out. That's who it is. Yeah, that's oh, who it is. Yeah, yeah, or the yeah. private party has Mark Quinn out. I said semi prominent. <laughs> I didn't know where semi prominent fell. Viking Pri- Raiders, of- Viking Raiders, and Aussie Open. Okay. What's his name? Isaiah Cassidy. The, Isaiah the other Ca- private Brothers party A. guy. Brothers A. Brothers yeah. A. Yeah, yeah, he he doesn't even need his other tag team anymore. Yeah, he's got oh. the Hardys. Yeah, they're winning a lot. Yeah. Um, they just won the ROH tag titles, right? No, oh, no, no, they didn't. They no. didn't. <laughs> Trio's title. Um, Logan Paul had a promo, talked about how much he likes Dirty Dom, and, yeah, and then so, Ricochet attacked. Yeah. Was was this actually like good? Yeah, I enjoyed this. I think I did too. Like the two heels, like buddy buddy. The, the two biggest boo getters. Like people with the most heat in all oh, of yeah. WWE right now are going to be on screen together. It was it was kind of entertaining. I, I have to give it that. Yeah, I can't I can't hate it. Yeah. It really wasn't bad. Um, but yeah, that was to hype up um Logan Paul versus Rey Mysterio next weekend. Gosh, that's next weekend, isn't it? Yeah, next weekend. Next Saturday at one PM. Joe, you'll be able to watch. Yeah, and I'm watching football, dog. Next Saturday, Saturday one. Yeah, there's there's football on Saturdays. Not very important football, especially next week. It's not even rivalry week yet. Yeah, LSU Alabama's next week, so fuck right oh, off. Oh, is that but next? It's not, they're not playing not, that at noon. They're playing at three thirty. Three thirty game. Oh, oh shit! The pay per views definitely at one o'clock. Alabama LSU will be on the CBS. laptop. I know it's going to be on CBS. <laughs> Just talking about what screen it's going to be on. Um, let's see. Oh, we had the women's championship contract signing because that got made official last week. Uh, Adam Pierce tries to run a very efficient contract signing. I honestly thought it went pretty well uh, until Nia Jax fucked everything up, and then also Rhea came out there. Utter um, chaos. 
then then just yeah chaos and yeah fuck that bitch yeah it which was... one are you saying that to nia Jax. oh okay continue fuck that bitch <laughs> uh, i was go. done what yeah, do you mean continue trick. i don't know what else to say about it Rhea didn't even uh, sign the contract until later after she interfered in the drew sammy match which yeah the whole Rhea slash Judgment Day and Drew McIntyre thing does not make a ton of sense to me right now. I don't and know where they're going. I'm hoping that it does pretty soon. I'm, I'm assuming it'll make sense at Crown Jewel. But there's also just a chance that it just doesn't pan out and never makes sense. So who knows? I sure don't. No, I feel like with Triple H storytelling, we've, we've gotten a closure on most things this is not a finn balor falls off the top rope someone pushes him kind of thing i feel like we might even get closure to that eventually i don't think we ever wait are you talking about when they cut the rope yeah but who cut the rope joe that's what we want to know the cameraman but who was the cameraman mike rome mike rome (laughs) that son of a bitch actually it was the other guy who got released um uh greg hamilton greg hamilton my name's greg Hamilton. hamilton Oh, a moment I will never forget. <laughs> uh, what else from Raw, Chad? That's most of the main things. I think Damian Priest won the main event against Jay Uso. He did. Uh, yeah, the only other thing I had a note for was Gargano beating Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, dude, I love those new DIY shirts. I'm very excited to get one of those. Why didn't you get one yet? I just I've been sitting on the couch it. all day. Okay, not all day. I got... My vast difference cut today, so I disagree that I've you've been, been sitting, sitting on, the- on the couch for most of the day. Only about half. You've been sitting. You've been ten thirty. You've been sitting or laying most of the day. Yeah, most maybe of not the on day. your couch, but you've been sitting or laying almost all day. I was sitting or laying with your mom. Whoa, he laid with your mom. Okay, sex. Moving on to NXT. Yeah, I don't really know how to segue into that. Uh, all right, so um, there we go. All right, I'm gonna start with my honorable mention. I got one honorable mention this week. Uh, Lexus King debuted. I bet uh, that was incredible. He has a cool finisher. I'm not sure how I feel about his, his look. I don't know. It's like you know how Randy Orton used to have a guy on like the middle rope into a DDT. Still yeah. does. He it's like that, but he does like a spinning neck breaker off of that. Hmm. It's like a, it's like a crossroads, but from that position, yeah, kind like of a crossroads. That sounds like it takes a lot of setup to do. Like it he's kind of got to get lucky, and his opponent just has to be in that position. Yeah, kind of like how Randy Orton has to get lucky to hit that move every single match that he's in. Yeah, but, but somehow he always does. Yeah, he will. That's hey, why he's he, a pro. He wasn't terrible. I. It wasn't the best wrestling I've ever seen in my life. No. It sounds like NXT is the right place for him. I have some positives from it and i have some negatives so yeah i i thought i thought the way he they they presented him was good like well chap was about to say he didn't like his appearance i don't i would say i don't love the appearance but i do like the way so he's, he's ugly as a heel well he's got I, this I, weird like blonde hair with like a black fucking beard that like outlines it. it's just weird looking beard they came with a cane with a cane yeah, came out with like a, a derpy cane. cane. No, with cane. No, not with cane. <laughs> like with the gut, like the mayor of Knox, Knox County. No, no like, that's that's with Paul like, Huberman. No, no, no. Glenn Jacobs. Glenn Jacobs. <laughs> Who is Paul Huberman? <laughs> I don't know. 
No, it was like a one of those walking canes <laughs> with a skull on the end that he was like clearly trying to hit somebody with. Paul so he's Huberman's like a magi- or, or a musician, I guess. Interesting. Weird. It's a pianist. A a what? A pianist. Okay. Someone who plays the piano. Yeah, that. Yeah, I heard you. All right, Chad. What else? All right, number three. I enjoyed uh the overwhelming quality quantity of women's wrestling uh there were seven matches on this card and five of them were women's matches damn you had, you why'd you Roxanne. call it why'd you call it overwhelming then yeah because it overwhelms the amount of men's matches he did say overwhelming majority yeah he said he enjoyed it and then he said overwhelming which felt no, it's like the majority felt... like five out of seven okay Okay, a, a significant percentage. Like yeah, on Sundays, on Sundays, seven hours of commercial-free football is pretty overwhelming, but I enjoy it. But uh, we had Roxanne beat Kiana James in one of Dylan's favorite uh, Halloween-themed street fight kind of matches. I fucking hate the Halloween-themed fights. It was called a Devil's Playground match, and there was like a whole gym, like like kids' gym set out there. <laughs> like that's actually pretty gym. cool. Um, like a bounce house. No, like a jungle gym set like you have in the backyard with two swings and a slide. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm actually getting one of those for, for my son. Uh, Blair Davenport won a lights out match against Gigi Dolan, and they actually turned the lights off. It was like blue screens the whole time. Whoa. But then they turned the lights back on later. Yeah, that was weird. it wasn't the main event. Who was it against? <laughs> Gigi? Gigi Dolan. Damn, that was probably really hot. Uh, she went through a table. Whoa, that was probably super hot. Kalani Jordan and Lola Vice advanced to the finals. Whoa, the shocker. Tournaments. Yeah, real shocker there. Fucking shocker there. Chase, you won the big one, right? Yeah, my next comment was exactly that. My number two, Chase, you won the tag titles off of JCJ Over the interference. Family? Yeah. Uh, with JCJ interference. Man. Like JCJ and Tia Hale have been hanging out, but they're like, J- Tia Hale still kind of wants to be part of Chase, you. So, like, they hung out together and JC Jane tried to get the family or tried to get uh, Andre Chase to use the crowbar. And he said no. And then he like stepped out of the way of uh, uh, Stax Lorenzo. And then she hit Stax Lorenzo with a crowbar behind the ref's was back. Was this the main event? No, this was no. like middle of the show. Okay. Wow. That's very surprised. Poor Stax. This guy just can't catch a break. I mean, he won a title in, in XT. So it's more than Baron Corbin's ever done. That's true. Um, well, he's won a main roster title and money in the bank. Yeah, but it was the U.S. title, wasn't it? Yeah, it was only the U.S. title. That's he it. won a Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal too. Oh Doesn't yeah. Matter. <laughs> um, and then my number one the U.S. title. <laughs> Let me guess. Wait, is your number one the men's title picture? No. Oh wow, it has been it was, for the last like two or three it weeks. It has so. been. Um, it was very minimal in the show. It was like two backstage promos, and all of them were like, "Trick, did you be? I mean, Carmelo, did you beat up Trick?" We all think you beat up Trick, uh, and that was every single one of them. So I was like, "No, nah, I'm good." Um, so everyone on the show thinks Mello did it. Yes. Yeah. So then he probably actually didn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which is so who did it? It would make way. It would be way cooler if he did. It's a classic who done it. Um, point being, uh, the main event is my number one. Uh, you had Lyra Valkyria versus Becky Lynch, and we oh, have a yeah, new duh. NXT champion, a women's champion. Oh, she won? Lyra uh-huh. Valkyria beat Becky Lynch clean. Fuck yeah. Clean. There was no interference. There was Jake Gargill watching from the balcony the whole I time. I did see that. The I Valkyrie. did see that picture. The from Valkyria. From Good, the balcony. Joe. Good. Lyra Valkyrie. 
so balcony becky taking time off or is she going to be there on monday i hope not i think she should take time off she I really did be cooler like, if she, she really did till... like go win the nxt championship and then still not take time off from raw yeah she did back to back nights every week yeah she's like john moxley she needs a vacation she does i mean sure she took like nine months off and then uh some time after that but she needs a vacation yeah, and just like she needs to go spend time with Roe. She's not going to take one. She's married to the game, and Seth Rollins. And when she's I say the game, I don't to... mean I don't mean Triple H. Well, I hear he's going to be available soon. That's a lie. I think that was a lie. I think so too. We talked about that, motherfucker. All right, that's all I got for NXT. Joe, anything to add? Uh, no. That there was there was an element with uh Braun Breaker and Carmelo too, though. Braun Breaker is the one who called him out and was like, I think you did it. I yeah. know you did it. Just like the backstage segment was like, we know you did it. We know you yeah. did it. Yeah, 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 and yeah. just like Shotzi and Scarlett were like, we know you did it. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got one of those way over dramatized uh, like uh, rehab sh- scenes oh, Von where, Wagner. <laughs> where Dylan's favorite wrestler Von Wagner was like oh, trying to learn how to walk again. <laughs> uh, steel steps. He took the head. Yeah, he was trying to learn how to walk again. That and actually then, sounds like it's pretty funny. And what's that guy's name? Alex Abrahantis? No, uh, no, that's Mr. Stone. Rob, Rob Stone. Alex Abrahantis is in yeah, AEW. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same, same person. Uh, Rob Stone, I think he like he like came over and he was like, "Hey, I think you're my friend." And Von Wagner's like, "You think I'm your friend?" Oh, Mr. Stone, why'd you have to take that match? You're going to get hurt. <laughs> it was so fucking, <laughs> it was supposed, I don't think it was supposed to be like over dramatized and funny. I think it was supposed to be serious. And then uh, Von Wagner starts hurt, like speeding up and is like slow walking. And he's like walking like <laughs> twice the speed, but still like slow as fuck. Because uh, now he has a friend. Yeah, because now he's got a friend he's going to go fight for. Oh, God damn it. I can't believe it was actually funny <laughs> and possibly worth watching. Oh, the crowd's super over on him, just so we're on the same page. Serious? Well, that's because the crowd the loves Von Wagner. Fuck the CWC. God, they suck. They were also super over on Lyra Valkyria winning that belt, though. That's good. Becky should have never won it in the first place. Yeah, I agree. Oh, now you agree. I have agreed with you the whole time. I didn't oh, wait. Want yeah, Becky sorry. It. it was Joe. It was Joe. That <laughs> Joe, comments? You're not even I, here. Oh, there you are. Oh, sorry. I'm leaning. <laughs> I stand I stand by it. I think she put over uh Tiffany Stratton. I think she put over by people like Yeah, by beating her twice in really good matches. Uh they were both really good. They were. I think she put out she put over Tiffany Stratton in a big way. I think she brought eyes to NXT, even my eyes. Uh I think she also put over people like Tegan Knox and that Indy, one sh- Indy this Indy week. Hartwell. Yeah. And she put over um that Irish chick Lyra, who before Lyra this Valkyria. like I was like, "Oh, she's pretty good. She's getting better." And now I'm like, "Oh, she just had a great match with Becky Lynch." I yeah. think she put over a lot of women in a very short period of time working hurt the whole time. Is she hurt? I I read a report that she worked with uh, Lyra Valkyria 
somewhat hurt. She had that fucking thing with her elbow in the oh, that's right in the uh, match, match with Tiffany yeah. Stratton, and I think that it's not fully healed yet. So, hmm. so maybe she should take time off, let that heal. She really should. <laughs> maybe till just till like the Rumble or something. I don't know. That's just me. I think All she's right. got to make a triumphant return at the Rumble or something. Yeah. And yeah, then wait till the rumble and then not win it. Maybe Bianca wins. Chad. No. I want Becky Rhea at Mania. I want Ooh, Bianca Rhea. No, I don't want Bianca Rhea. I want Becky Rhea. Whatever you say. All right, Chad, as the only person who watched all of Dynamite because the football game started before I could finish Dynamite, uh, we'll go to you. All right. Well, the first 40 minutes were really like the, the bulk of what I want to talk about. It's all on um, Jeff. It's all, we, talk, we talked about it last week. Like the whole show is the Roman Reigns show, but now it's MJF on AEW. Yeah. Like um, MJF has his match with Juice Robinson, and, and Juice Robinson tries to cheat, but MJF cheats and MJF wins the Diamond uh, Diamond the Diamond Dallas Page ring. Yeah, the Diamond Dallas Page ring. Um, and then what was it like? The Jay White was like, it doesn't matter if you have that stupid ring. We still have the Bang Bang belt, and then. Uh, they try and attack down and acclaimed come out and then Roderick no, strong and his next, buddies come next out strong came out first next strong comes out and yells max <laughs> the top of his lungs like like 10 feet away from Maxwell Jacob Freeman yeah they and then the acclaimed come out they save him a little bit um, you know promo happens and then MJF gets to the top of the ramp and here comes Kenny Omega <laughs> Kenny Omega says three days, bitch. Yeah. And, and they have a match having, on collision. They're having a match that will happen before this show comes out, which is, I don't know how I didn't think of it, but when I talked about it last week, I was like the only opportunity for MJF to like, we, we were like MJF won't face Kenny Omega until after he beats his reign. And we were wrong about that. They're literally fighting Saturday in a match that will inevitably end by disqualification or interference. Yeah it's yeah okay something something shady is going to happen there's Some no shit way fuckery is, is going to happen um yeah so like um to go even further there's all that going on in mjf's life and then backstage multiple people came to mjf and were like let us be your friends we'll help you out against the bang bang club next week uh and samoa joe made it very clear that he's once in there there was a Wardlow promo uh, running up some stairs saying, oh, he's going to fuck up MJF. Like, Oh, I bet you loved that, Chad. I hated every second of that promo. It sounds like you liked it. No, it's just like him yelling at the TV and running upstairs. It was dumb as rocks. But he's Sad. so good. Uh, but he's not. Point being, the MJF show continues. Uh, best part of the whole thing, uh, MJF saying that Roderick Strong is a bland bitch. <laughs> That was pretty funny. Uh, and then, uh, like, the camera cut to the devil. Um, do we have any, like, legitimate guesses that... Jungle the... Boy. Roderick Strong. It's not Roderick Strong. Jungle Boy. You really think so? I think Ooh, it'd be that'd, cool. That'd be pretty good, actually. Didn't you, Chad, didn't you originally say Dolph Ziggler? Yeah, that was also being sarcastic. Oh, I thought you were being serious. No. Okay. Um, My legitimate, like... I dream booking on this one is his jungle boy and he has like some kind of stable of people and he immediately goes against MJF when he takes off the masks and what loses 
or would they face at World's End? I don't think they even give it out before World's End. I think this whole thing's going to continue because I think MJF has to have a Wardlow match still. And so, yeah, what's the World's End match? Because MJF's inevitably going to beat Jay White. Yeah, I think it's Wardlow as well. I think it's Wardlow because I don't think I think Samoa Joe's a TV match again. The the bidding war of 2024 story has to pan out, and they literally made a pay per view a day before New Year's Eve. So MJF's definitely going to defend the title on that show. What if he loses? Are we immediately going to assume that he's leaving? I think they might swerve us that way. But if he's facing Wardlow, Chad, like how awesome would it be? If Wardlow is the AEW champion. He's so fucking mad. Or if the devil CM Punk and CM Punk shows up and CM Punk wins the belt at World's End, I'd be about as mad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I think I think the the best like yeah, there's a lot of questions that could come out of World's End if MJF doesn't win the title, and if he does, if he retains, or if he sorry, if he loses the title, but if he retains, it'll be like obviously he resigned, but you know the 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 him blowing a kiss thing and pulling a punk in chicago money in the bank 2011 i feel like is definitely the route they're going for this and i don't care i don't care how obvious it is i i will i will love it no matter what what if that's the whole thing is that like because it's punk that he does that god damn it chad no oh boy uh other other good things from dynamite uh Kazuchika Okada was on Dynamite. Yeah, Chaos faced. Uh, they lost the Wheeler or uh, Brian Danielson and Claudio Castanoli tag team, and Claudio got the pin on Orange Cassidy. Kazuchika yep. Okada has yet to win a match in AW. <laughs> this guy doesn't win. Neither does Kenny Omega. This is insane. <laughs> That's that's okay. AEW. They, they do a lot of things that don't make sense. Um, They're putting the Santana and Ortiz match that everyone wants to watch on Rampage. If that gives you is that idea, tomorrow night on Rampage. That's tomorrow night on Rampage. If you give any idea of what they don't do, what they make that makes no sense. I've heard that story is so good too. The promos on the Rampage are the best thing on Rampage. That's not saying much, but saying enough to prove to you that I'm like, like they would probably be like if we had you do a top three things from Dynamite. And it was on Dynamite instead of Rampage. You might put it in your top three. Yeah, that's how good the Ortiz and Santana promos have been. Yeah, it's just uh, I don't know. I guess they don't draw enough eyes. I guess I don't. I don't know. It's fucking stupid. Um, I guess we should talk about Ric Flair. I guess. Yeah, Woo! the gift, the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> Another week where someone cuts off Sting because he's just rambling about people he likes. Um, Tony Schiavone cuts him off and takes the mic and says, we love you so much. We're so appreciative of what you've done for ABW. And then, hey, yo, by the way, Tony Khan says he has a gift. Bomb, bomb. And fucking Ric Flair's the gift. He gifted a human being to another human being. We have gone pre-emancipation proclamation here <laughs> and gifted Ric Flair to Sting as a person. <laughs> Not just that, but like Ric Flair got up there and oh man. I, I didn't so listen bad. to any of it, but like oh, how so, bad was the promo? 
wasn't terrible. He basically said like he he Sting's one of the best wrestlers of all time, but also one of the best people he's ever met, if not the greatest man he's ever worked with. And then he chopped him. And then they like middle of something, Sting says something. I couldn't hear what he said. And then he just starts wooing at him and then like chops him. And then they're like what laughing the about fuck? it. I didn't see that. And they're like laughing about it. And then here comes Christian Cage to make like dead dad jokes. Oh, well, it wasn't gosh. even dead dad jokes this time. We did get some fuck you Christian chance. Uh, he said and... he was going to keep winning titles, unlike the Philadelphia Phillies. Ooh, that was a good. That was a good. Moment. They were in Philadelphia. He could. He could literally just say, unlike Philadelphia sports teams, the oh, Eagles. Yeah, they, they, the Eagles got second up. place. The Phillies just lost in the NLCS. They lost the World Series last year. The 76ers the lost Sixers, in the, the Conference Finals. I thought it was the divisional or the round before, second round. To the Celtics, they lost in the playoffs. Yeah, either way, I think even their soccer team lost in the championship, which really and this, about that. they set up a yeah. match, Dylan. Oh, the six man tag, yeah, yeah, six man um, tag, uh, of Nick Wayne, Luchasaurus, and Christian versus Sting, Darby, and a third person, person. which is obviously going to be Ric Flair or Andrade. <laughs> it's definitely not going to be Ric Flair. No, it's be Edge. <laughs> No, oh, Edge yeah. said he wasn't going to do it. Yeah, yeah he'll, he'll come around. No, Edge said, I will not be in this match. I will not face Christian. There was a whole backstage segment where Sting starts yelling at him. And like, it sounded really genuine. It was really good acting by Sting. It's 100% um, going to be Andrade. It can't. It's definitely not going to be Edge because there's going to be. It's going to be a very long time before we get that penultimate Edge Christian match. It cannot happen in random three on three tag on collision. You said it was going to happen very soon. I mean, I thought the rivalry was going to happen. Well, here they, we are. The Chad. penultimate match. Look who was right. The penultimate match is not happening, but the rivalry is clearly already there. I'm calling it. It's Andrade. If I'm right, I guess here's my take. We still have a few weeks before Full Gear, which is a millennium to build a pay per view for AEW. <laughs> Edge is going to be in. The they only match. need one week. Yeah, Edge is going to be in that match. Nope. Yes, something right. will happen. Uh, is the only other thing to talk about Swerve breaking and entering? Or Swerve is there, breaking and entering, yeah, that happened. Um, or I forget what the main event was. The main event was the Kazuchika Okada match. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Okay, I don't, I didn't listen to the breaking and entering, but oh, it was awesome. Swerve, I think that's, I think that, and then like the Sting, Darby, Edge, Christian stuff is the only non-MJF things that are like watchable on AEW right now. Dude, I'm telling you straight up, Swerve has moved to number two for me on AEW. Behind it was Jay White. Oh, Jay White. Jay White. Wait, what about Wardlow? Jay White. Uh, whatever the last place number is, uh, I will pick a Peter Avalon match before I watch a (laughs) God Wardlow match. What if it's Peter Avalon versus Wardlow? Go Pete Avalon or not Nick Nemeth, Ryan. No, Ryan Nemeth, Ryan Nemeth. Yeah, Ryan. What about? Who else? You can say anybody. I'm going to pick Who that person. Is Wardlow your literally your? I'm trying to think of someone else that you hate just as much as Wardlow that's on AEW. I don't think you can. A Matt Riddle match? <laughs> Matt Riddle comes to AEW. Has a match with Wardlow. Oh, man. That'd be five stars, wouldn't it, Chad? I fucking hate that. <laughs> Didn't we already make this do this bit tonight? Yeah, we yeah, did. Done this. Yeah, we're recycling yeah. stuff. It's late. Uh, actually, not really. It's only nine forty. Yeah, um, it's, be- it's past bedtime. 
It's only halftime of the Thursday night game, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's make a decision right now. Next weekend is Crown Jewel. Uh, we normally would not do predictions for it, so we won't be doing predictions for that next next week. Um, we could either watch, well, we could either do the weekly recap and watch Backlash two thousand one, or we could do the weekly recap and not watch Backlash two thousand one. Yeah, do some other segment to be TBA. Well, I, I don't know see how good the... this Backlash two thousand one card looks. Fuck like. you, Chad. Joe, come on! You only watched NXT this week. Yeah, but I was super oh, busy. Yeah, I want to watch this. One hundred percent want to watch this. I kind of do too because I want to get closer to Invasion. All right, that's uh, fine. This has a thirty-minute submission match on here. This has a Angle last man standing match. This has a tag team match that has fucking four titles on the line. Yeah, it's a triple the, threat oh, match for the European. We're about to be in two-man power trip. Uh, yes, territory. I There's a hardcore about that. championship match. This looks oh, awesome. Oh boy, I bet right. that's awesome. All right. Uh, now that Chad has looked at the entire card of the watch of the of the pay per view, we're going to watch next week. Um, we're going to watch Backlash 2001, and we've got the weekly recap. We are building towards Crown Jewel. We are subtly building towards Survivor Series, somewhat, with the the Adam Pierce and Nick Aldis stuff. Aldis. Uh, NXT Halloween Havoc Part Two next week. Uh, AEW's building to full gear, sort of. They're they're getting closer, so they have to start doing stuff a little bit. Um, yeah, should make for a good show next week. Sweet. As always, you can follow us on social media at DDT Russell Pod. We've been the drunk dudes Dylan and Joe and sober Chad, and we'll catch you on down the road. Thank you.